0: You are listening to episode 99 of the Crush the Rush podcast, and guys, I cannot believe it has almost been a year since we started this podcast. I mean, it's it's been just a crazy ride, and we are almost to 100 episodes. So this week, even though it's a Tuesday, it's just me because I really wanted to just dig in on what the last year has been like, but to also share 10 tips or lessons learned or things that I maybe would have done a little bit differently over this journey of creating this podcast. So in case you're new, the podcast started last March, which means that is over 3,000 plus minutes of interviews, 50 plus guests, over 14k downloads, and a ton of lessons learned. So we're going to get behind the scenes today on what I have learned launching and creating a podcast over the last year in hopes that it helps you as well. All right, so let's dig in. Tip or lesson number one is nothing ever goes as planned. So the day I launched last year was the first day that COVID officially hit The United States. So I used Buzzsprout to host my podcast. And at the time, and for the first three months, I did it all on my own and was literally like, oh my God, what do I do? Like, can you really keep talking about like productivity and growing a business when the first pandemic in 200 years hits? But I did, and I tried to do it in a way that made sense and that would help you and just be authentic to myself and keep going. So a 100 episodes later, well, almost, here we are. And honestly, I can name a 100 things probably more than that, that have not gone as planned, including doing podcasts literally in my closet the night before they were scheduled to air and having really awkward pre-interviews and then not knowing what to say when someone hasn't been the right fit. And sometimes, honestly, I just struggle with like what content to share because I feel so honored that you listen to me talk for 20 to 30 minutes a day that I really want it to be valuable. And I sometimes put way too much pressure on my myself. So that's sort of my first like lesson learned. It's just really know that nothing's ever going to go exactly how you expect it, but you typically will learn something from it. Number two is community is more powerful than I ever imagined. So I started out doing solo episodes and then I wanted to bring in more experts so that I could help you more and cover topics that I wasn't exactly sure about. So What happened, though, was honestly magical because I ended up building this amazing business community of friends that I never expected. I mean, we're talking like legit friends that I talk to almost every day. Um, I I talk with them on Voxer. We share ideas. I've hired them to help me. I've hired you guys to help me. um, I referred you and them to my clients and vice versa. And honestly, it's probably my favorite thing about podcasting. Okay, so speaking of community, in case you missed it, I took this whole community concept in the last month to a whole new level and launched a club, as in the Crush the Rush Club is the place that you want to be. So are you bursting with ideas and wondering how the heck you're going to find time to make it happen? The Crush the Rush Club is a curated, productivity-focused monthly membership that teaches you to dial in your focus in your business and life and then holds you accountable accountable to take action. So imagine your time management fairy godmother, that's me, coming in to wave her magic wand and show you a better way. And the cool part is you actually see results because we combine productivity best practices, business strategy, community, and community support to help you get to the next level without burnout. So if you are a side hustler, a busy mom, or a woman who just wants more, then I really think you should try the Crush the Rush Club. And the cool part is, is you can access the club for $5. Yes, $5 for five days. And when you enroll in the club, you get instant access to a Netflix style portal teaching you how to apply the Crush the Rush method, which I teach All the time in this podcast so that you can see the progress in your goals and take back control of your schedule and your time. So in the club, we teach you the techniques, help you take action, and then hold you accountable. It's packed with resources. You get live access to me and you can try it for five days for $5. This beta offer won't last long. So join us in the club, grab the link in the show notes, and I will see you on the inside. Okay. Lesson number three, let's just say that editing is not my jam. And let's be clear because I get this question all the time. Holly, what does it take to start a podcast? And my number one answer is you need to make sure you're clear on what your message is and your why and how you're going to provide value. But my second (laughs) response is it takes time. Like it takes a decent amount of time, like hours. And the editing part, I'm just not good at. I don't, really have the hours to spend. And I was doing all of the editing basically on Saturday mornings before my kids were up. And so when I had the chance, it was the very first thing that I outsourced in my business. And my business plan then became, how do I cover my expenses to pay for podcast editing every month? Like it was that important to me to not edit. So if you're starting a podcast, do not underestimate this. And while it does get faster and you can totally do it yourself and you don't need a ton of tools and it's not expensive, it is time consuming. And editing is really, really important. And you want your sound to be professional without kids and crackly noises in the background. And that was just something that I needed to get rid of on my schedule. So Think about editing before you move forward with starting a podcast and maybe how you can save time by outsourcing it. Lesson number four is starting a podcast really helped me establish authority when I doubted myself. So there are days when every entrepreneur questions themselves and the decisions that they're making and you really start to think like, are you on the right path? And this honestly just happened recently within like a couple of days from recording this. And this platform has given me a place to share the very authentic, a little bit scary behind the scenes of what happens and what's going on. It allows me to connect with you. And it also has helped me get to know my clients before they're even clients. Because so often when I talk to a new client, they're like, oh, I listen to X. to episode XYZ. And I really related with you on that. Or, oh, I love this episode. Or even my current one-on-one clients are like, oh, I, you told me this in our session, but then I went back and listened to this episode and it really clicked for me. And so it really just helped me establish authority. Hey you, I wanted to pop in here with an exclusive invite to my private Facebook community, Crush the Rush, where I go live every Monday to give you my best tips and tricks on how to run a full-time business on a part-time schedule. Plus, I teach you the strategy and the systems that I use on a daily basis and give you the boost of motivation you need. And there's more. We have guest speakers, monthly workshops, and you get direct access to me and the community to ask questions and really take your goals to the next level. If you love this podcast, you are going to love the Crush the Rush community. You can jump in via the link in the show notes, and I cannot wait to connect more. So I think the other thing that it did is... I talked about this actually on an Instagram live the other day, but when I launched my mastermind in December, almost 75% of the members were podcast listeners, which PS, I hope you're a member next time too. But the cool part is, is they already knew me. So it's really fun to connect with people who kind of like, they know that I have twins. They know that I, you know, work full time. They know sort of my like, quirky royal obsessions that I talk about. And it's just fun uh, to use this as a platform of authority, but also of connection. So the podcast allows me to grow a no like, and trust factor as if we were on a coffee date, which I wish we were. And P.S. I don't drink coffee, but I love chai. And I would take you out on a chai date anytime. So really establishing authority and It's really fun to record episodes. So when I'm having a bad day and I'm doubting myself, I'm like, okay, I'm going to work on the podcast today because that's what makes me happy. All right. Number five, podcasting has brought the fun back. So let's face it, when you work full-time and run a full-time business and there's pandemic in your homeschooling and all the things There's not a lot of space for fun these days. And so my favorite days, like I just mentioned in business, are my podcasting days, which I totally batch. And I talk about how I do certain things on Tuesdays and certain things on Wednesdays and certain things on Fridays. But every time I get off an interview or a prep call, or something related to the podcast where I'm connecting with you, I just feel so re-energized. And so it's taught me that teaching and speaking is a part of the business that I love and I enjoy. And so you'll start to see that more and more in my programs and my offers now, because I've learned over the last year that it's fun for me. It's fun for me to do this. And so my fifth lesson is do something fun in your business. Do what you enjoy. All right, number six is more of like a reflection because I think starting, well, I know starting a podcast reminded me that you don't need a lot to get started with an idea. So I'll give you a little like behind the scenes confession. I had the idea of this podcast in the shower and then I launched it a month later. And I talk about how I took this free Buzzsprout course, which I recommend to anyone, like just Google like Buzzsprout podcasting course. It's totally free. You get an email every day. It walks you through like what you need to do. I bought a microphone on Amazon and I just did the darn thing. Like I just did it. It was messy. It was gritty. It was, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to do it anyways. And so I think I really learned that if you have an idea, like just take the next best step. Like sometimes you don't need to sit and analyze it or doubt yourself. Just done is better than perfect. So number six leads me to number seven, which is if you are scared... You should do it anyways. And I talked about in the last couple of weeks, I've made some pretty big decisions for my business that most people won't even notice or hear about until like next year, but they're they're like big, scary decisions. And I just kept saying like, okay, how did I feel last year at this time? I was so nervous and so scared, but I did it anyways. So if you're scared, do it anyways. And I'm pretty sure I have been scared or nervous for an entire year, but in a good way. So the podcast, the course, the mastermind, the upcoming planner, I mean, it all makes me nervous. Some days it literally makes me sick to my stomach. But then I know in my gut that it's like, Holly, this is where you need to be. Because if you feel comfortable all the time, then you're just doing it the same way. So I say, if you're scared, do it anyways. Number eight, this one I talk about quite a bit, and that is being consistent eventually helped me build my entire business content strategy because podcasting is the base of it all. And I actually talk about this in episode 82, but content has become fun for me again. And I think, you know, there's that word fun because my background was in network marketing and I, I have shared my story a little bit, but I think at the beginning, I know at the beginning I did it all wrong, which is another lesson learned, but I used to hate to show up on social media. I would dread it. Like I didn't want to be on Instagram. I didn't want to be on Facebook. I didn't want to send anyone any messages. Like I was just done with it. And so for me to be able to flip my entire content strategy so that I actually enjoy it, I like sharing content and that social media is fun is such a huge step. And for me, it was because I put podcast as that top or podcasting and my podcast episodes as that top pillar. So I can be consistent with podcasting and content because it matters and it makes a difference. And I know that people like the podcast and I enjoy it and that there's that fun factor again. And then I take that content and I repurpose it and it just makes everything in business content so much easier. So think about what brings you joy in business and then be consistent with that because it's really gonna help you build all the other things. Number nine is also a fun one. We're using the word fun quite a bit, but your energy and your mindset matters. So when I do a podcast, I actually stand, I jump around. Sometimes I sound out of breath because I get like really excited and I like wave my arms. If you could see me right now, I'm like waving my arms in a room by myself um, with the door locked, of course, so that the kids don't come in. But Like visualize people listening to you and think about how you can serve as much as possible. And I even do this when I answer emails now and DMs. I only respond or do episodes or whatever the task is when I'm all in. So that's like distractions away, focus on one thing, get excited about it. And it makes such a big difference. And I would also say like, don't half-ass it, like save space for when you can be present. And if you're not feeling it, like take a break and come back to it. And number 10, and last and certainly not least, is I really think that podcasting, I know podcasting gave me hope in a year of darkness. I mean, 2020 was a rough year, and I almost like tear up when I think about this, but podcasting and talking to all of you has really become my light um, and my favorite platform of service in what could have been a really dark and scary year. So 2020 was definitely one for the record books, but I'm glad that this was a positive record of, you know, something to reflect back on. So it's really interesting because episode one is still the number one episode, which leads me to, I think the lesson here is just like, trust your gut, like just go with it. And you could, I I hope you can hear the emotion in my voice because it's just crazy to me what's happened. Um, in the last year. But if you are thinking about podcasting, maybe some of these lessons have inspired you or they are things that you can apply in your business. Uh, Episode 89 is with my awesome podcasting team. And I know they will hear this when they edit it, but they are amazing um, and have helped me so much with this journey. And stay tuned for episode 100 because we have a fun surprise for you.